It's time. It's time to listen and learn. Check out this next podcast live from Chicago at the Adia Go Dental event, where we share some tips for dental school applicants. You love it. Enjoy. Hi, this is Dr. Darwin, another uh, Dr. Darwin, a new dentist coach with another episode of Ask Dr. Darwin on the New Dentist Podcast Show. You guys ask questions about how to get into dental school, uh, life after dental school, how to get into residency, and then life after residency as a new dentist. Man, today where I'm joined, we're coming uh, live from the Adia, uh, Adia Conference in Chicago. It is cold. We're so glad we are inside, uh, but it's been a great conference. Today, which what we're going to be talking about is um, some of the things that we really liked that, that they also really liked about the um, Adia Gold Dental Recruitment Fair. For those of you that missed it, oh man, y'all missed it. You gotta wait another 364 days now. But we're gonna recap that, we're gonna talk about, uh, also we just got off a panel together talking about communicating uh, with applicants on social media. We're gonna share some tips with that. And uh, also, uh, Future DDS is going to share with us some, some projects, some amazing projects. I don't know if they go. No, no, we're not going to tell them yet. Oh, we're not going to yeah. tell them yet. We're going to tell them yet. I was, I was, I was hoping yeah, I was going to get the exclusive. Uh, no, no, no. That'll, be, that'll be later. I get the exclusive later on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But just know that they work on some projects. So you guys want to introduce yourself again to everybody that uh, may not know you on your platform or on my platform. Yo, my name is Gerard Friday. Uh, second year dentist student at Tesla University School of Dental Medicine, originally from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, my name is Tyler Brown. I am originally from Atlanta, Georgia, um, Howard University graduate, and uh, D2 at a Tesla University Dental School. Yep, so I actually met these guys via social media. I was checking out some things as I was creating my platform, and I wanted to collaborate with them because they're in the same uh, kind of uh, area that I'm in as far as contacting and helping new dentists with different various uh, uh, portions of their career. Uh, these guys do an amazing, have an amazing platform. If you guys haven't seen it already on YouTube, it's uh, Future DDS. Uh, they've got almost close to 100 videos about what it's like to be a dental student in first year and second year. They're currently uh, uh, in second year right now and just doing amazing things. And um, uh, actually, I, uh, I'll take some credit for making sure they came here today. Ah, yeah, we'll this, show. We'll came here you. this week. Uh, I got contacted by Idea to to uh, participate on a on a panel uh, about social media and how how to interact with, with applicants. And uh, I found out when they came to me. I guess I was the first person, and uh, they asked me if I had any uh, any ideas. I said. You guys know uh, uh, these two brothers uh, out of Boston, they go to Tufts. They're like, no. I'm like, future DDS? They're like, no, we haven't heard of them. I said, well, I'm not doing it unless they do it. I said, you need to get them on their pla on the platform, on the panel. Uh, so that's why uh, you guys are seeing him nice. See these guys dressed up. No scrubs on today. No scrubs today. Right? right. No scrubs. Yeah, oh, absolutely, man. You know how huge exposure is. Yeah, you're welcome, man. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But the first thing I want to talk about is this uh, idea Go Dental Recruitment Fair. They had over 60 schools, 60, almost all of the 66 uh, U.S. dental schools uh, here at a recruitment fair. 
where it allows uh, pre-dental students to actually mix and mingle with all the different admissions directors. And uh, these guys were here representing Tufts. But one of the things I wanted to make sure that uh, they did, and I'm glad they were they came, I also wanted them to be here because I had uh, some pre-dental students that I wanted to introduce them to uh, Terrell and Tyler uh, because they're in the mix of it right now. Not too long ago, about two years ago, they were in, their, in those pre-dental shoes uh, uh, applying to schools and going through the process. Uh, but this was, if you guys missed it, don't worry. Stay in touch with us. We'll get you information for the next one. It's going to be actually in 2020. It's going to be in D.C. Uh, but for all you pre-dental students that are out there that are listening, this is one of the things that you must do. It's a mistake. Uh, I have this, this, uh, this, this uh, presentation with nine mistakes and uh, pre-dental students make that ruin their chances of getting into dental school. This is, this is one of those mistakes. By not attending uh, recruitment fairs where you get a chance to meet the admissions directors of all these different schools face-to-face, one-on-one, and they get a chance to uh, see you for more than just a piece of paper or an application. They get to meet you, that live person. So uh, don't make that mistake in not going to one of these types of recruitment fairs where you can meet people one-on-one. So what, what would you guys uh, take on the, on the, uh, on the fair? What, what would you like best? And anything you guys would do differently? What, what would you like best? I'd say uh, go into a fair. Was probably one of the best um, exposure experiences I've had. You know, actually being able to speak in person, hand to hand, with you know, pre dental students that are that are in the same position, people that we interact with on our platform uh, through Wikipedia, through DMs, through comments. Um, actually being able to, to speak with them and learn more about them as a person. You know, not necessarily asking a question, you know, have a real genuine conversation with these people. Um, I think that was a great experience. My first time in Chicago as well. My first time at the VA conference myself. So, you know, having that. Um, and being in a position to actually help people and give that type of thought and, and that type of uh, advice, I, I think that was a, a great, and probably my favorite part so far. And uh, additionally to what Joel said, you know, selfishly, um, being able to talk to predates really almost ignites more fire in us to keep going. You know, yeah. during these times, especially due to year, um, we kind of get weird down a little bit because we're studying all day and so much, so much is going on. Um, and so when we are able to see these students who really want to be where we're at, it almost ignites another fire to, you know, keep going and just keep studying and, and put in that extra two hours of studying where you feel tired, you don't want to go outside. I really appreciate that. Though. Yeah, and that's, and I think that's uh, for, for those people that are, that are here at the conference that are at the different school tables that represent different schools, I think that's what, you know, that's one thing that they like about admissions, that they can go out, meet students, answer questions, and uh, I mean, that's, that's what you guys want to do, make your, to strengthen your, your, your uh, candidacy. You want to be in front of the missions director so you can talk and ask questions. Because sometimes you can't get all the questions answered by looking on the website. Uh, sometimes you can't find everything out on, on Facebook or, or studentdoctor.com. Uh, sometimes you need to actually talk face to face, right? Uh, shoulder to shoulder with, you up, shake hands and, and start networking. And that's the thing you have to do. You got to network. Uh, you'll find out even after, during dental school, but also after dental school. It's not what you know, but it's who you know yeah. and who they know <laughs> as well. That really helps to uh, expand your, your level of success. Um, so I think, what else, what else, what else, what else? Um, what, what were some of the, the questions 
that some of the uh, pre-dance asked you guys? Like, what were some of the common questions? So a lot of the common questions were, a lot of people actually brought their uh, home resumes and they brought really? their DAT score and their actual uh, GPA and all of their transcripts. Transfer. Um, granted, great experience, we were asked a lot about uh, how Tufts was, first and foremost. Um, what other programs should they do? They should do summer programs, um, which we always, always recommend for anybody who's interested in school, giving them that experience under your belt. Um, a lot of them asked about shadowing hours, as well as the uh, recommended amount of hours that they should have, um, as well as um, uh, not just shadowing, but if they should do research. You know, a lot of people hear that research is, is mandatory, but I mean, I say it's not. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't think any other any schools really make uh, make it a priority for you to have research, but it's almost just to supplement your application. So those are a couple of the ones I think. Yeah, I think uh, the big one I was hearing was applicants who necessarily don't feel confident about certain aspects of the application. It's kind of giving them background. Like if you have low, low GPA or if you have a lower degree school, you can supplement how your application then, or uh, we can go back to your classes, like Tyler said, which we, you know, kind of scope your application to highlight those things around your, you know, what we Maybe if you don't have the highest GPA, but you've done a lot of extracurriculars, maybe put that to the forefront. And really, that goes back to getting in touch and speaking to these admission people. Like, so they know your story. Um, you know, see the progression from where you come from, where you're at now, where you want to go. You know, people buy into a story, but people buy into, you know, your journey a lot more than they would buy into a resume. So I'm, I'm sure, you know, the people also ask you guys about DAT. You know, you know each school has their own uh, 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 DAT requirements, and I, I even have heard now that for some schools, if you don't have a 20, you don't have a 21, they're just taking your application and just, you know, just throwing it away. Um, so, did, were there some questions about DAT scores or how to improve on DAT? Because I know that's, I mean, that to me, that's like you know, the ticket. That's your ticket right. to get into dental school, but also your ticket for scholarship. Yeah. Right? So, well, give us some feedback on some of the things that you guys heard from uh, uh, people about the DAT? So a lot of people who, who came to us and asked about the DAT, a lot of them had already taken it. They might have received a 17 or 18 on the actual DAT. And there was a common denominator of everybody who was trying to increase their score. And that common denominator was they had a lot of other stuff going on, whether mm -hmm. it be they, they work, whether they, they have, they're doing research, doing something else. And you know, we always talk to our students and we tell them, look, the dental school is your goal, your main goal. You need to make that your number one priority. If you know that you're not making a certain school and the DAT because you have so much other stuff going on, you need to either talk to your job and say, hey, I'm not going to be able to work for this next month because I'm pursuing something that I really want to do. Or you can just leave that job. And you will see that uh, typically the job really does care about you. And they care about you as a person. They'll kind of allow you to go and do what you need to do in order to um, progress in the future. So um, just kind of prioritize. We have to prioritize. Just um, like study strategies, you know, uh, if they didn't do as well the first time or if they're just starting to study, how specifically we went about, you know, setting up our schedule, things that we use, actual resources that we use. I think that was kind of a big part to me. You know, a lot of people kind of feel like, oh, so there's so much stuff, so many different sections, so much material. How do I, where do I get started? How do I get started? Should I start with questions? Should I, you know, so uh, just just speaking on that point, um, trying to kind of tell them to set up the system for themselves, find your weak points, find your weaknesses, find your weak points, focus on those while still reviewing the things that are strong, um, and that will go a long way.
so uh, and if you guys have uh, further questions about the DAT, we just got a new collaboration I do uh, with uh, Crack the DAT, and I can get you some more information about that. It's a great study. Uh, study, uh, uh, what do you call it? A study guide, it's a study tool to help you help you kind of get strategized and get organized into studying for the DAT. Uh, if you want to hear more information about that, just shoot me an email at newdentistcoach at gmail.com, newdentistcoach at gmail.com. What other, so talking more, a little more about getting into dental school, what other, do people have questions about their personal statement? <coughs> Did you guys get questions about interviews? Because quite honestly, even though most schools have extended offers to, uh, to applicants, it's March, and most of the schools by May or June will have their classes full. Guess what? Oh, by June and July, that, that whole process is going to start again. So, for many of you who are listening, uh, you know, you probably got about three or four months before you start the, uh, the uh, class, entering the class for 2020. That application cycle is going to start really, really soon. So, what, what tips do you guys have for those people that are maybe getting ready to, to apply to dental school? So when it comes to personal statement, you know, I think a lot of people ask if they can send it to Terrell or not. <laughs> uh, they ask if they can send their personal statement to Terrell or not. Honestly, um, we have a lot going on, but what we do recommend is that you send it to three people who are really close to you, you know, three people who really know your character and really know your values uh, as a person. And somebody who's actually really good at grammar. You know, you want somebody who, who's, who's very well well versed, who, who knows what a great personal statement looks like. And we recommend you send it to everybody just to kind of get feedback and uh, you expand on that. Also reach out to somebody who actually goes to the school. Um, you know, it's always great to have somebody there who can give you the, the real life example of what's going on from a student perspective. Um, you know, that's something that's, that's looked, um, looked over a lot of the time, but a real student can really give you um, what really happens instead of making everything seem just so amazing you know, like uh, admissions uh, yeah. changes yeah. Uh, just, to, just to kind of piggyback on the personal statement too. Um, definitely reach out to, to people outside of the field of dentistry. Um, people can give you a perspective, an objective perspective of just how well the writing, you know, how well the story comes across, how well, how good the writing is. Because some people, sometimes they're just faculty members who maybe don't know as much of the dental related things that may be reading over research and you may interview with someone who uh, maybe isn't in the admissions department, maybe it's a student, maybe it's a faculty member. So speak to that point, uh, I, I would say definitely like very up to send it to you know, someone who's a, a good writer, someone who maybe is a possible someone, you know, who is a So great guys, those are some good tips coming, uh, some great tips coming live from the IDEA uh, annual session we're here in Chicago. Um, we're going to probably do another session on before this application cycle starts up so you guys can uh, use this information if you like what you've heard make sure you make a comment down below uh and push the notifications so that you guys can get videos that are coming out like this over these next couple, couple of months especially for you uh, you all as pre-dental students uh, getting ready for that next cycle uh, of, uh, of applications and next, next cycle uh what's the best way to, for, for people to get in contact with you guys um you know follow our page underscore future dds on instagram uh, go to YouTube, type in Future DDS, look for the orange smile. Uh, that's that's the best way to get in touch with us. You can also send us uh, an email, you know, or our, go to our personal Instagram pages. I don't know, Tyler, but you can go to mine, Dr. Friday, 
D-R period F-R-I-D-I-E. Um, you, you, you can find me also at uh, Dr. G. Brown. Um, and also, everybody, we have a new website, www.futuredds.com. Make sure you go to our website and actually subscribe to our mailing list. Uh, we have a lot of a lot of great things coming up. And uh, the people who are on our mailing list, we have first dibs on them. So we want to make sure that you all get signed up so that you can provide these materials. That's good. So, guys, thanks for joining us. If you have any more questions, again, shoot me an email at newdentistcoach at gmail.com. Uh, check out the next video. Actually, it's going to put, it's going to go right there. Check out that next video. Hope it's, it's helpful for you. And uh, right there. Right there. And uh, we'll see you on the next, on the next video. Peace. There you go. Hope you guys liked that one. That was a good one. Hey, be sure to write me a comment below. Let me know how you like the episode and any other episodes or topics you want to hear. Shoot me an email at newdentistcoats at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Dr. Darwin Speaks, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.